season's greetings and welcome to another episode of no thank you please hello welcome oh my goodness oh my lord it's been a while it has been more than a while it is potentially more than a hot second <laughs> it's a, it's a it's many a whiles it's a tempid minute <laughs> what have you been up to when was our last episode i don't know I don't know. Yeah. And I actually had to turn off the Wi-Fi on my computer so I can't look. <laughs> because my internet is freaking out today. So I can only have one device active at once and thus nice. my phone. Amazing. Right, yeah, but, no, it's yeah. been a very long time. It has been quite some time. Um, I'm really excited for today's episode. I am very energetic right now and combination of lack of food and too much caffeine same 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 i had coffee at like 5 p.m today which is not great that's gonna fuck you up yeah yeah it is but aside from hating your sleep cycle what else are you up to (laughs) um well life is starting to resume to normal so i'm going back into the office a couple times a week for work um, the career barista is going really well, especially considering I'm like not pouring a ton of energy into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I'm trying to get back onto my like dancing and working out groove, which I was on. And then I went to Hawaii and then after Hawaii, I'm like, I can't get myself to move. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't have the excuse of the Hawaii trip, but I, I feel that. <laughs> What have you been up to? Um, working and making friends. Oh, good. Two of my favorite and least favorite things of my life. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've been, for me in particular, but also I think for anybody, incredibly social recently. I've noticed. I have noticed. I know. I've noticed that you aren't just like in Irene's apartment, but you're Thank like... You. You're Thank like you. with many people and you're like out doing things and yeah. I don't know, I think it's a sign of the times, man. Like things are moving, things are things are going. Did you just quote Harry Styles? Um sure. Sign of the Times. Isn't that a song? Sorry. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. I think it is. Also, it didn't take my medication, so sorry. <laughs> We're gonna be all over the place. <laughs> the anxiety is real. Well, we, everyone gets unfiltered raw Carissa on this podcast. So. It's like a 7 p.m. on a Monday night. What else do you want from me? Yeah, seriously. Um, but yeah, no, I've been incredibly social. It kind of freaks me out in particular because I really thought that part of my identity was being curmudgeon and not friendly and alone. But. No buts. <laughs> no buts. <laughs> It's a different type of existential crisis. Because here's the thing. As soon as I actually start to feel secure in who I am, my body and my brain is like, nope. Mm, You don't need that kind of confidence in your life. Yeah. But I am trying to be more social. I think getting a chance to now actually meet humans and feeling safe, like having been fully vaccinated now for like a week or like three weeks, like week plus, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. It's just this like, I was so anxious about rejoining the world because I knew that I was 
hiding behind the fact that I could not see other people. And so I got to use that a bit as an excuse to just yeah. self-isolate more, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. But I do miss you, and I can't wait to see your face. Same. I miss you, too. No, actually, like, one of um, one of Karthik's friends, actually, uh, like, the other day, not the other day, a few weeks ago, they were <laughs> making plans. <laughs> they were making plans to hang out, and his friend was like, you know what, like, my social battery is just really low this weekend. Can we try for next weekend? And for some reason, that really stuck with me because I feel like I struggle a lot to, like, just tell people, like, I don't want to because I'm tired or like yeah. just not feeling it, right? And I think the way he the way he worded it was honest, but also like really vulnerable and really just transparent in that no mm-hmm. one can really question you for what your motives are, right? It's it's I don't know. I I just like really enjoyed that he said that weirdly and it really stuck with me and so that's what I've been trying to say. Um, whenever I feel that way and especially now that life is resuming to normal I feel like I want to be more honest about that like when I'm not feeling it I'm just not feeling it right it's not because of COVID it's not because whatever else like I'm just not feeling it and I think we gotta you know if COVID taught me anything it's that like I'm an introvert yeah I I also really appreciate that that was from I presume um, a man Yes, yes, very much from a man, because, right? I think yeah. I think that's partially why it stuck with me too, because I feel like I haven't heard men say that really. Right. Like, I feel like sometimes when I choose not to go or do something, I feel like I, it can be misinterpreted as like standoffish. Mm-hmm. Especially because I do outwardly say that I don't like people. So yeah. I understand where that's coming from, and I do take partial blame for that narrative, I guess. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's, um, you know, regardless of if you like people or don't like people or, like, extrovert or introvert or whatever, right? Like, whatever the motivation is for you wanting to be more social or less social in a given moment, like, I don't know why it's not normalized to just be, like, not feeling it. <laughs> I've gotten more comfortable... Um, like respectfully canceling plans in particular ones that I make when I'm under duress yeah and then when I'm actually okay and not just avoiding things yeah I will reach out and be like hey actually I'm not feeling up for it do you mind if we reschedule and actually being intentional then about rescheduling um alternatively I do the other thing where I make a lot of plans and then ghost people that I don't know i.e. online dating. <laughs> That's terrible. Whoops. <laughs> oh, <no. Oops>. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Live the life you live, Karishma. <laughs> it's baby steps. I make I'm making it progress. It yeah, it totally is. Online dating, I can't imagine. Never done it. Hopefully never will. Um I do it whenever I'm um, um inebriated mm. past a certain point. And it is often with a reen. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I do cancel 99.9% of those, as you know. Yeah. Because I'll text you being like, I made a date. And you're like, you're not going on. I was like, you're right. I'm not. Yeah. That one time you were like, I went on a date. Like, or you said something like, I just got back from a date. I was like, like with a human? 
Yeah, I'm aware that that's not um, a common type of thing. And I also appreciate that you, like, called me immediately being like, are you dying? <laughs> Is this, like, like, uh, like make-a-wish kind of vibes where someone had to go on a date? <laughs> well, well, like you said, baby steps. Uh, but I am... I am excited that we're making this episode. I know... That we have not been doing it. And I think for good reasons. We've been busy. You've been in Hawaii. I have been in Hawaii. No, I think like, so we have a bit of an announcement. And I think that like, it. what I want to get across from this, and I think what you want to get across from this episode, is simply that like, things have their moment. And things have their time. Things have their purpose. Best things in life have an expiration date. <laughs> I'm serious. Um, yeah, no, so true. And I think like so with that, our announcement is drum roll. It's really not that exciting. <laughs> <laughs> this will be the last episode of the No Thank You Please podcast. We out. Um. Bye. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Suck it. Um. But no, I want to take a minute to like talk about kind of where you know the idea of no thank you please was born out of and you know how you and i have been talking about it for so long um i think when did we start to actually talking about it while we were both still at our previous companies we were talking about in particular i know i think we were just talking about not having a space where we i mean i don't know about you when i was at that time and it feels so long ago yeah i felt so much I guess, like, concern around who I was. Mm -hmm. I'm still concerned with who I am. Mm -hmm. But I was more concerned then about external judgment. So I I really, I didn't even think about the fact that I could make a podcast. And I know we were talking about wanting a space for community and nothing we were hearing, especially through a work narrative, really fit what we needed to be hearing at that time. Right, exactly. And I think I resonated with that because both you and I had gotten like really far in our careers in a very short amount of time and so I think Mm -hmm. both of us or at least I was feeling this like I have a lot of opinions I have a lot to say I even have a lot of experience in all these topics but right on the surface no one would look at me look at my age look at like who I am and be like "Mm, that's an expert right or like not even expert but like I want to listen to what she has to say or at least that's what it felt and so I think we like talked about it and we were like wow that space would be great and then we just like kind of never or didn't act on it in the moment. Yeah. I think, yeah. and, and I, I felt it when we were at Bloomberg, I felt this like deep sense of imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. And then I felt it to a completely different degree and in like a different context when I went to a startup. Mm-hmm. And I felt it actually a lot more in my personal life even mm-hmm. in, than in my professional life because I actually got a chance to re- do everything because I didn't really know anybody here and the one person I did know at this company when I joined went to Georgia for the pandemic shout out to Antoine please come back I can't wait to terrorize you again in person our desks will face each other again (laughs) yeah um and you know I think like when COVID started you I think had come over my house and told me that you were quitting your job oh my gosh I did you were at your parents yeah my parents and I came house. over and I was I came over a nap. 
<laughs> I remember how awkwardly I waited out front yeah. and it wasn't until you picked up and it was like 45 minutes and then your neighbors came out and were like, who the fuck is this person? <laughs> and I got really nervous and I did have Taco Bell in my car just yeah. getting gross. Yeah. Yeah, but you, I think what happened was you came over and you told, you told me that you were leaving and we had a whole conversation about it. And then after that, I think you and I just had like, we just made more of an effort to really talk, like yeah. FaceTime, call each other, because like work bonded us, obviously, it's how we know each other. But um, I think in that moment we were like, oh, this is a real friendship and we don't want it to like, you know, just like fizzle out just because we're not yeah. going to work together anymore. And so we both started putting in more effort. And then the Instagram lives. Uh-huh. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I had just ordered a case of wine. And I was unemployed. Yeah. And I needed to put my effort to something. Yeah. And it was the best project. It got us, right, connecting, talking about things that we would normally, I would just storm over to your desk in the morning, yeah. pass Henry Carr. <laughs> Rest in pieces. Um, <laughs> he too is no longer at Bloomberg, which is why I say that. Um, he is fantastic, and if he's listening, gosh, gone but never forgotten. I will always You're so appreciate this. <laughs> but yeah, no, I would just stomp over, and you would have coffee for me, and then I would bitch about something, and we would talk for twenty minutes. Yeah, and we just like kind of turned that into Instagram lives while we were drinking wine on like Wednesday nights. I think it was like yeah. a couple times. And yeah. surprisingly, like, not that a lot of people joined, but the people who did join our Instagram Nobody. lives, it was, like, three or four people, truly. It was many people that knew you, and then yeah, my yeah, friends, was... and then Bruce Johnson and Tom Lane. Yeah, it was, like, mostly my friends, and then random work people would, like, pop in. It was very weird. But, oh no, but the people who did join, I felt like, you know, I always got texts afterward, and, like, you know, they really interacted with us on the Instagram live. And But, I mean, more than anything, we felt like we were having real deep conversations and sharing our thoughts, our opinions, sharing like how we're unpacking certain things in our lives in a very vulnerable way that felt like, I don't know, that felt real. I think not only did they feel real, but they're almost things that I had experienced to some degree before. And having gone through them the second time, I wish, I do wish that someone had told me before that those things were okay. Not because anyone ever told me that they weren't but it's kind of this idea too of like representation right I, I just right. never knew that they were yeah um I I did not realize how much anxiety and how much unhappiness I'd felt and my biggest fear was quitting and I couldn't figure out why I was so afraid of quitting and I it really hasn't been until a couple of like maybe this year that I really could synthesize like why mm-hmm. I was so insecure and why I waited so long mm-hmm. um, and I think just having a space like the podcast to walk through these things and to talk about job uncertainty and especially <laughs> we didn't know at the time you were leaving mm-hmm. um, and to keep yeah. having these conversations about why we did something not recommending that anybody else do it um, Right, but just really understand our own experiences, our own feelings, and, like, put language and, like, a real conversation around, like, a little bit of a shared experience, but also, like, even though we worked together and did very similar things, you and I had very different takes, very different experiences um, at the same place. And so 
and then tying it into like our own personal lives and me as a dancer and you as a writer and I will continuously call you a writer I know you hate that but I hate it so much oh my god (laughs) fight me Um, (laughs) no but all those things right like all the rest of our identities like our Asian American backgrounds like just all of the above and I it was the first time I think in my life I like really put language around it in a way that wasn't like corporate diversity, equity, and inclusion. Like it was just an experience and we were just talking about it. And um, I don't know. I I think I found a lot of value in that. I think not only that, it also this dumb podcast that I've grown so happy with has taught me how and where more of my boundaries are. Mm -hmm. I think... I have this tendency, tendency (laughs) seems to be the wrong word here. I do this thing where it's like all or nothing. Mm -hmm. And I think learning how to like one, gauge and like set priority to things, but also know when it's not the top priority. Yeah. Um, Like in terms of even just like making sure that we could consistently put out a podcast. Like I know we'll go into kind of why we're not going to keep doing this, but I learned how to make things a priority and also to help I don't know, as cliche as it sounds, it's something that I could look forward to where I felt productive. I was producing something that I wanted to be producing. Mm -hmm. Yep. And there was no monetary gain for it. There wasn't anything that I could say was like, oh, this is like the career move or this is like Mm -hmm. good for my bank account or or really Mm -hmm. anything. It was good for my friendship with you. Mm -hmm. And it also helped me to set boundaries up, I think, more personally where I learned how what I could and could not share with other people and not sharing things before I was ready. And it helped me to force me to synthesize things, especially when you're by yourself in a goddamn pandemic and you're like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, all I'm doing every day is drowning in my thoughts and it's paralyzing. Yeah, yeah, totally. I cannot imagine having gone through the pandemic completely alone. It was weird. Um, Yeah. I think, and I also think this uh, podcast brought us solace in through the pandemic specifically in different ways, but it, it worked for both of us, right? For me, it was like navigating living at home with family for the first time in a long time and like just, you know, like a lot of loss in the family and stuff like that. And it just like helped me just be in that, in those spaces again and have like almost a little bit of an escape that was like, no, this is still who I am. <laughs> I'm still yeah. an adult woman who <laughs> leads a team. And, you know, and I, I just didn't feel that in my daily life anymore. Um, and so it was nice to like, I don't know, like have that like reminder, that, that weekly reminder of who I am a little bit. So, yeah, I think yeah. similarly, right? I felt that insecurity because I went back to being an individual contributor after having managed a lot yeah. of responsibility and a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and then I chose to become a manager again. <laughs> and I, I remember even looking back and listening to episodes, like I really was worried that it was the wrong choice. Um, but I realize now that I, there is nothing, it is potentially the biggest part of like joy that I have at work. I love working with my team. Like I, I was so afraid. And I didn't realize how much fear that I was taking from my old job and from my old, like, lens of the world into everything else here. Mm -hmm. Until probably a couple of months ago when we had this whole tirade of, like, Carissa's going to quit again. (laughs) (laughs) She's done. (laughs) She's out. Yeah. And you had to, like, really sit and think with it. Yeah, and it was just, like, I was – I just got scared again and there's a way to work through it. And leaving was not the way to work through it. 
Yeah, agreed. So I think on that note, right, like this podcast served a purpose for us and served many purposes, I guess, for us, um, solved many problems, honestly, like helped uh, helped give us a space in many different ways and hopefully helped give our listeners a space as well. So like, why the hell are we stopping this thing? <laughs> Um, I feel like <laughs> as someone who just said quitting was not the answer <laughs> to her initial problem. Yeah, literally. Um, this is not quitting. This is, I think, just closing something that doesn't need to be extended. I think Yeah. I say it all the time, not out loud, but in my mind and on paper that the best things in life have an expiration date. Yeah, I think like you know, what this podcast did for us and hopefully for our listeners is in a given time and place, in a very weird, fucking weird time and place in all of our yeah. lives, oh um, I think this provided a sense of like community, a, a space to talk about problems in a way that was like unscripted completely, did not have a plan. We didn't know what we were doing at the time. Still don't. Still um, don't. But... You know, now that things are returning to some sense of normalcy, and honestly, we've worked through a lot of those things. You and I, and, and you mentioned this, it helped It helped you give you a space where you could work through those things, figure out what your boundaries are, figure out whether or not you want to be a manager again, right? Like, you worked through yeah. those things, and that's not to say we don't have many things to work through. We most definitely have many fucking things to work through. I've um, literally just had a panic <laughs> attack, like, before this call, and then we decided to, instead of going down that, we're just going to record the episode of the podcast. Oh, good, good. <laughs> but yeah, clearly we still have many things to work through. Um, but I think this podcast served its purpose. And yeah. we're really proud of that. And I think, like, I would love, I know I will, and I already have, but I would love for our listeners to, like, go back to that one episode that they listened to that really resonated with them and revisit it. I revisit our one of our very first episodes on burnout. I think it was, like, episode yeah. four or five. I listened to that episode so much because I think it was, like, like during the minutes that we were recording the episode, I was actively feeling the burnout. And, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know, just listening to, like, us speak about it and, like, remembering, like, the time and place that I was in, what I was working on right before and after just, like, triggers the sense of emotion in me. And, and sometimes I honestly listen to that episode to remind me, like, how shitty that felt. Yeah. To remind me to, like, set those boundaries when I need to or, you know, say no to things when I need to or whatever or, or remember what's important. Um, so... Yeah, this podcast will live on forever in that way. <laughs> yeah, in other ways. <laughs> I, I think going back to like, I mean, a couple of things. I'm surprisingly so sentimental right now. Me too. What the <laughs> fuck? Um, we'll, we'll get to that later. Um, I think one of the reasons he said, why are we quitting it? It's like, realistically, I always will have this thing. Like I say it like, it's not that this has an expiration date in the terms that it's spoiled. It's something that I think has been so lovely and something that I would never want to, I guess, extend past what it needs to be because mm-hmm. it's almost doing a disservice to this project. Like, it has served me so well, like, especially in a time when I could not, I, I just couldn't write. I stopped writing for almost a year, which is mm-hmm. wild for me. Mm-hmm. And the fact that this now I can start writing and it feels really good. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I used to try to work through that kind of stuff on the podcast or not even that stuff, but just like communicating and like sharing ideas. Like we had talked about an idea is like a spinoff more that's like produced and curated the way you would release episodes. Like it's something that I've now been thinking a lot about of like how I can transcribe some of the short stories and things like, like concepts I want to do into maybe like an audio version. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that. I love that idea. I don't know. I'm just... Honestly, I just can't keep canceling on Krishma on Saturday mornings for being too hungover. And it means that I'm loving my life. I'm living a life. Yeah. I also think, um, you know, like one of the other things that, that comes from this podcast ending is that we, Chris and I, we get to go and, you know, the royal kind of like what you just mentioned, like go live our weekends again, go live our lives again. Not that we weren't living it while we were recording this podcast, but because of COVID, right? We weren't. And so now that we have the opportunity to do that, what I'm looking forward to is to like being really fucking creative again. I haven't felt truly creative in a long time. And yeah. that's because I know what I'm creative. I know that I'm creative in spaces where there's other creatives around me and I wasn't able to do that, right? And so... I'm excited to like go do those things again, spend time where I need to spend the time for like my mind, body, and soul. <laughs> and then like Oh my come, god. And then, <laughs> and then like come back and be like, okay, like, do I have more to share? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yes or no, yeah. right? Like, yeah, I just think we've got some more living to do before we I'm not giving up this sharing to do. I'm not giving up our tag and our handle. Hell no. Yeah, same. There could be a season three with bigger glasses of wine and the emojis. <laughs> but I think it, I don't know. I am so happy as well, I think, to finish something. And because here's the thing. It doesn't feel like we're quitting. It feels like we're finishing. Yeah. And I think there's a huge difference there. Mm-hmm. As someone who literally did not quit their job because they hated it and because they were afraid that quitting was bad. And to now feel like and be able to recognize like, no, when things serve their purpose and it's okay and you literally have one life, not in this like cheesy millennial YOLO kind of thing, but why would I ever choose to spend my time doing something out of obligation right? if it doesn't have underlying joy? Because here's the thing, the joy that I'm still going to have of like calling you and FaceTiming and to talk through this and then writing. It's just it's just changing. And mm-hmm. it's not an obligation anymore just because, oh, well, I, I've, I told people that I was doing a podcast right. and now I have to finish a podcast. Like, right. Exactly. No. I hear that. People also probably don't want to keep listening to it, which I also understand. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, yeah, exactly. But, that, like, that's a good point, right? Like, people, I in general want to listen to things where every week or whatever cadence I can listen to something where it's like do the thinking for me right like that's how I think of podcasts it's like someone else is thinking really deeply about something and I get to just like indulge in that and like feel like I'm in the room with them but almost as like a fly on the wall and I don't think at this you know moment in time we have things to say that are like ready for others to indulge in in that way correct Um, and that's okay because we're going to live our lives. Yeah. <laughs> I think what's actually interesting too on that is it, it's either been everything's actually been okay or the things that we need to work through, we can't share. And I think that's okay. Yeah. Like yeah. there are parts of my life that I don't, I, I've learned I don't want to share. And they're yeah. no one else's business. They're my friends and mine and my family's. Maybe. Maybe my family's. Probably not. Really just mine. Um, 
And that's okay. It doesn't make me less interesting. It just makes me someone who is human. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, agree completely. Boundaries, God. people. Gross. Boundaries. Was that the other B word? Is that one of the episode titles that we sent? Oh my God. <laughs> How full circle. Very full circle. Well, I am, again, surprisingly emotional. Me too. Um, it also, I don't know. I don't know. Everything, I'm, I will say this. I'm so happy that we're ending it right now because, at least for me, at this moment in time, this is perhaps the happiest, some of the happiest I think I've ever been. Mm. And that is very interesting to say because I have, within the last t- 10 months, also I think been the saddest that I've ever been. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm just happy that this is finishing on our terms and yeah. nobody else's. Yeah, I agree. I think on that note, it was nice speaking to you. <laughs> nice knowing you, suckers. <laughs> Um, no, but really, like, I think it would mean the world to us if there's any particular episode that you really enjoyed that you're, like, going back to, even if it's just to listen to, like, a minute or two of it, share that with us. And, like, like Chris has said, that Instagram handle is staying, that hashtag is staying, this podcast will live forever on Spotify and wherever else you find podcasts, which is a little <laughs> scary. Um, like and subscribe. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we are two, still two very, you know, legit humans. Legit is like a weird word, but like, you know, we still exist. So interact with us, even if it's not because of the podcast. What is happening right now? <laughs> I don't know, man. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. Um, just DM us. You can tell us. Yeah. No, honestly, tell us if yeah. you like want us to keep going. Tell us if you want season three, maybe in a couple of months. Tell yeah, us if you want, just, just go back to drunk IG live. <laughs> everything is an option at this point I can't stress Karishma, thank you so much for doing this with me I appreciate you thank you (laughs) alright well on that note um, definitely listen to our older episodes and and yeah like Chris has said let us know if you'd like us to continue if you'd like us to you know take this to another format no promises but also like everything everything is a possibility so we love you thank you for listening and for sticking around um and with that that was no thank you please i guess bye forever (laughs) it makes sense in this context